It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's the weekend. Yes, about time. For some reason, this week actually dragged for me. I hope that yours went a lot quicker than mine. Coming up shortly, we're going to be talking with an economist about the word optimism and I know what you're thinking and how diametrically opposed you will think those two words economist and optimism are so I'll explain that very shortly and if you're looking at property today with any open home and you've been trying to get into the market for I don't know for the last seven eight nine months maybe longer the worm has turned to your favor so good luck right across the weekend to you if you're buying it also of course to you the vendor if you're trying to sell this weekend. Good luck. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. And let's have a look at your weekend weather for this Saturday morning around Australia. First, let's go to Sydney, where it's a mainly fine day in the forecast, a high of 18 degrees. Melbourne, one or two showers. It's going to be coolish, 15. Brisbane, morning showers and a high of 22 degrees. And in Perth, expecting a little bit of cloud, but it's mainly dry and your top today expecting a high of 18 degrees. Hey, if you're celebrating a birthday today, Mark Wahlberg is turning 50 years young. It was also on this day in the history books that Bobby Kennedy was gunned down on a campaign trail in 1968. That happened on this day less than five years after JFK, his brother, was assassinated. And on this day in 1964... David Jones released a debut single called I Can't Help Thinking About Me. Now you're probably scratching your head thinking, I've never heard of David Jones and I've never heard of that song. Well, he decided to change his name, didn't he? And went on to much more success, changing his name from David Jones to David Bowie. Across every state, city and town of Australia, it's your weekend real estate podcast. Well, next week we have a podcast coming up all about property tax. At this time of the year, people are sifting through paperwork to get themselves organised for their tax returns. And if you are the organised person with every receipt and every docket accounted for, well done. If you're someone (laughs) that is completely disorganised, you know which one the tax specialist prefers. Accountants and tax experts, I mean, they're just so patient when it comes to a client's paperwork, especially with a client who might have seven, eight, nine properties to their portfolio and their accounting is a mess. So we'll have a look at that with an expert and highlight some of the traps coming up next week. And we'll also take a look at some of the COVID tax-related expenses, among other things. So that is all coming up on our shortened week next week. Informing you on real estate. Wake up every morning to the Real Estate Podcast. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your weekend real estate podcast. Well, as you've heard in the marketplace, a lot of predictions of where the property market is likely to go over the next 12 to 18 months. 
And you know, it's human nature to be optimistic when it comes to property investments. It's part of the DNA of buying property is to be optimistic. And just like the FOMO, when there is plenty of optimism, magical things can happen when it comes to property. But on the flip side... And it does feel like I should be playing some Darth Vader music here. On the flip side, it's... The Imperial March, Darth Vader's theme, was composed by John Williams for the film The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, thank you, Amy. And as I was saying, the flip side isn't anywhere near as brilliant as the optimism. Actually, I don't need to play any Darth Vader music. I can cue in Capital Economics Australia and New Zealand's economist, Ben Udi. Good morning, Ben. That's a bit of a scary introduction. <laughs> yeah, I have definitely been described as property pessimist before, so and and now certainly is a fitting description. <laughs> Good that you've got a sense of humour, but seriously, on the optimism side, people really do have to be tempered, don't they, with statistics and analysis. Yeah, that's right. Sort of the default way of thinking about housing markets is prices keep going up. But that's certainly not always the case, particularly in Australia. We've seen, you know, a number of considerable housing downturns, even just in the last five years. So you do always have to have one eye on the data to try and get a sense of where prices are actually going to go. Yeah, and it brings me to this point because I can hear people saying, yes, the economists, though, they got it wrong with the COVID predictions of the market crashing. What do you say to that? Absolutely. We got it very wrong. Almost all economists got it very wrong. There's a range of reasons for that. In my lifetime, the most significant recession or economic downturn that I had experienced prior to the pandemic was the global financial crisis. My framework for thinking about uh, recessions was really heavily influenced by that. In particular, you know, lots of economists, ourselves included, were expecting unemployment rates to go to above 10% in lots of developed economies. I think we had 15% penciled in for Australia because we didn't have a good way of understanding what impact the pandemic was going to have on the labour market and on the economy. Obviously, as it turned out, the government did support jobs. The unemployment rate never rose too high and interest rates fell really sharply. And so while there was some small house price falls in the initial months of the pandemic, once people were able to go out and start viewing homes again, they had this extra money saved up. They still had their jobs for the most part because not that many people had been made unemployed. And people got out and started spending, if anything, more aggressively. And so prices have done really well in lots of developed economies, but Australia certainly. Back to the property market in Australia. Here's your opportunity to do a little bit of predicting in the Australian housing market. So what do you think is going to happen for the next six months, the run up to the end of 2022 with property values? We had been forecasting that prices were going to fall for quite a while now, but we thought that those house price falls were going to start in, say, January 2023, very early in 2023, because typically house prices start to fall around six months after the RBA starts to hike interest rates. As you probably know, the RBA started hiking interest rates last month in May. 
we thought, you know, add on six months, it should be around the end of this year or early next year that prices start to fall. But that's not been the case. Prices have already started to fall in part, I think, because banks have anticipated the extent of interest rate rises and that started to feed into mortgage rates. And so we saw house prices across Australia's eight capital cities fall on average for the first time since 2020 at least. And we're expecting prices will continue to fall over the rest of this year and for quite a while throughout most of 2023. Over the next six months or so, I think we expect roughly a 5% fall in prices. As I say, the downturn is going to continue well into 2023 and probably the falls in the next six months or so are going to be smaller than the falls next year as the RBA continues to hike interest rates, the downward pressure on prices is going to intensify. All right, good on you, Ben. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time on the Real Estate Podcast this morning and we'll watch with interest to see just what happens over the next six months. Thank you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 